At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. A warm red breath of you Welcome to Love Las Vegas for Coast to Coast Hoops with myself, Greg Hoops-Pierce. And now part of the Beeson Family Podcast, it is the final podcast before the college basketball season gets started. From here on out, we are going to have probably like one, maybe two days without college basketball because you get the buffer day from Selection Sunday until the first round of the NCAA tournament and then... Typically, Christmas Eve is a day off, but I mean, really past those days, we are going to have college basketball from here on out until early April, so that is absolutely terrific, and we're just going to take today to be a little bit of an overview day. I know that there are a few questions in terms of style of betting, in terms of just how to read the spreadsheet, so we're just going to cover the basics today. It's a little bit of a buffer day, and then tomorrow... It begins picks and analysis on every single game, every single day. And if you do have a question, comment, segment idea, what have you for this podcast, you have one of two ways to be able to those in. First one is my Twitter timeline, at GNRNRS41. Keep in mind, letters M. Maybe does not matter, so as per usual, please do send these into the timeline. And the other way, that's fine, an Apple Podcast review. If you rate this podcast five stars, it is very much appreciated. From there, you're able to fire whatever you'd like to hear on this podcast via that five-star review. A little bit later on next week, I'll be giving you guys a little bit more in terms of futures as well. It's something that I don't necessarily do, so I'll have a few guests on throughout the week to be able to help you guys out with that. And I'll typically have on about five to six guests a week on the podcast. The days where I'm really going to be avoiding guesses. Something like for the Monday morning podcast, we've got over 120 games on the board. You're just going to get picks and analysis on all of them because it's going to be a really, really stinking long podcast to start out with. So that's why we're going to bypass a guest there. And typically the days that I'll be bypassing a guest is going to be on the Saturday morning podcast where once again, 100 million billion games. So you can rest assured that I'll be giving you guys picks and analysis on all of those. Sometimes I'll need to bypass a guest in order to give you guys those picks and analysis, but I will certainly do so. And then when it comes to just everything that I put out, I try to give you guys as accurate of lines as humanly possible on here, but there will be some movements in the AM, and occasionally you'll see an injury prop up, and I will post that up on the spreadsheet whenever we do have a little bit of a injury concern, whenever I have to move a line due to an injury. Like, for instance, Kentucky right now is dealing with an injury to Oscar Sheboy. Right now, I'm thinking that he's going to be out the fold against Howard. If it turns out that the injury was actually nothing whatsoever, he's not actually injured, he's in the game, no doubt I would have to make a little bit of a move on that. I would post that on the spreadsheet, and 
in the notes slash description portion of the podcast because they got a little bit of something different depending upon your platform. I will put the set spreadsheet link in there because it's a little bit easier for me to update the spreadsheet rather than try to post a screenshot every single time. We have a little bit of an injury that might move a line by a point or a half a point just because, well, sometimes you don't want to be posting up 25 different photos of like an injury in the NJIT versus St. Peter's game and then 10 minutes later you have to move Merrimick versus St. John's and then 10 minutes later you have to move Wagner versus Temple and just go down the list. It would honestly be less confusing to just post it up all at once for a few injuries and just continue to update it on the spreadsheet rather than posting, oh, update number 27, update number 28. So that's a little bit of a way to operate. And then I do sometimes get a few questions in terms of how to read the spreadsheet and we're going to take my... We'll throw out their Indiana versus Morehead State game as an example. This, if you're looking at rotation numbers, by the way, is 639, 640. Indiana is the home team, so they are listed on the bottom. Now, we are going to have some neutral court games. That's going to be more towards the late November when you've got, like, the Maui Invitational, the Battle for Atlantis list goes on and on. And I'll do my best to make sure to indicate that those are neutral court games. But for the most part, I will list the team on the bottom that is at home. And this can also be color-coded, which that makes it easier to split these things up as well. Like, the road team I always keep in white when it comes to the spreadsheet. And then the home team, they're in some sort of a color. Like, for spreadsheet number one, it's going to be more of a blue. Spreadsheet number two, I think I'm going with a little bit more of a purple. There will be green. But just know, color team on the bottom is the home team. The white team is in white. But that said, like Indiana, I set them as a 19-point favorite. Right now, I'm seeing at a lot of books that this is a number that is right around 21. That would make it a play for the um, Moorhead State Eagles. Because I did make Indiana a 19-point favorite, that means that 19.5 or more, if Moorhead State is catching it, that is a play on them. With setting Indiana as a 19-point favorite, 18 and a half or less, I am willing to lay it. If it were to be exactly 19, that's just one where you either A, shop the line, try to see if there's a book that is offering something different than the 19 exactly, and try to find like a 19 and a half in terms of more at state or 18 and a half or better on Indiana. Right now, that is clearly not the case. And there's different times for different bets. Like, no doubt about it, if you try to fire in all these at the exact same time, you are not going to be getting the absolute best of the number. There are a lot of times where when it comes to fading a blue blood, like a Duke, like a Kentucky, these sorts of teams that we know that a lot of public folks absolutely love, and it's not exclusive, but typically you're going to see them get steamed up and up and up, and typically it makes a little bit more sense to wait on them. Meanwhile, if I'm looking back at a team like a Duke, like a Kentucky, like, heck, I'll consider Indiana one of those blue blood teams. Shout out to all the folks out there in the Midwest. I'll probably take it a little bit earlier, fearing that perhaps a line, like if I were to set Indiana minus 123, which I did not for this game, but right now seeing it right around 21, that it's going to balloon upward. I would probably take the 21 right now and see where it lies from there. And I do think that that is very important to note. For instance, once again, going back to Indiana versus Morehead State game, if the number would were to have shot out approximately at 19, I would just sit there and wait. I personally take a position on every single one of these games. And there are quite a few games in which, hey, you know what? It's either very, very close or on my line. And I've never had a situation shake out where 
Every single book has went with my line, and there has been no line movement. There is always line movements when it comes to college basketball. Heck, as I am doing this, the only real two books that are available in North America right now, there are some offshore books that have lines up for college basketball night number one right now, but the only two that I'm seeing are WinBet and also DraftKings, and there's disagreements on that line as well, like Rhode Island versus Quinnipiac. Some places have Rhode Island minus one, minus seven. I'm seeing some places at a minus seven and a half. Richmond versus VMI. I'm seeing a range between 18 and 18 and a half. You're able to go down the list. There's typically going to be at minimum a half a point of separation between book to book. Heck, I'm taking a look at Stony Brook versus Florida. I'm seeing a lot of books at minus 24 and a half. I'm seeing other books at minus 120. At minus 23 and a half. So I do think that it is very important to be shopping around. For me, there's always a play to be made. It's just about unearthing that value and finding the best of the number. I personally am not going to be someone that is going to be up here being like, oh, 75% of the public is on insert your team here, but the line has not come down. I am not necessarily one of those contrarian players. Now, I am also not going to be advocating for backing every single public play as well. Like those of you guys that were taking a look at college football on Saturday, I know that this came up a lot in terms of Georgia versus Tennessee. Do you just blindly put fade Tennessee because it feels like all the public is on Tennessee? I am not one of those guys. If my numbers were to have shaken out that I would be on Tennessee, I would play Tennessee. But at the same time, I would not want to be on Tennessee every single time. But if there are a few circumstances where I'm backing that public team, I am not concerned about it at all because, as we know, the best of sports bettors on a minus 110 spread. Now, when you get the juice up a little bit higher, the win percentage should be going up quite a bit more, and you are going to see win percentages on social media fluctuate a little bit. Typically, when you find higher win percentages, typically it's folks that are taking props that have more than minus 110 juice because you'll notice, especially those of you guys about the World Series, some of those total basis props, they're at like minus 150, minus 160. They can even go to like minus $2, and I sure hope that you're hitting better than 50 52.38%, which is the break-even mark on a minus 110 spread on those. But I do think that it is very important to always just trust in your handicap. And I will also say this as well. I know that many of you guys ask, oh, how successful are you at college basketball? This goes on and on. And the best thing that I can tell you is that I moved to Las Vegas five years ago. I was north of $20,000 in student loan debt. It was not necessarily going great for me. And part of this was my baseball betting as well. Many of you guys that listened to me on the baseball betting show, relatively solid year, a bit of a tough World Series because, well, the World Series have the sharpest of sharp lines and when it comes to the World Series, you have six to seven games to be able to bet on. Meanwhile, on a mundane day in June, you've got 15 games to bet on. So I literally had less on the line in terms of the entirety of the World Series than I would just on a normal June or July day. I will never advocate for upping your bet size or just your amount of bets in general just because the game is a little bit bigger. As a matter of fact, the bigger the game, probably the more easy you want to take it where you really want to be hammering things like college basketball. It's like a completely monotonous day in the middle of January in like the Southland. That's where your biggest advantages are probably going to be coming in. But tying it all together because I went off on a little bit of a tangent, I was able to pay it all off, which Turns out that there's probably going to be quite a few people that won't need to pay off soon loan debt. So a little bit defeatist there. But that said, I feel good about the fact that I was able to pay off all of my student loan debt. And 
Now I've been able to get things going. I've been able to afford a lot of things I didn't think that I'd be able to afford. We've got a nice suit wardrobe that is going on. I have absolutely no debt whatsoever to my name. I've got lots of I've got lots of equity that I'm able to utilize for my bankroll. I have not had to live in any sort of fear of having a shortage of money and it has been very, very good. I'm living a better lifestyle now than I really thought that I'd be able to in my late 20s in terms of the media because there's a lot of people that don't know this, but there typically isn't a whole lot of money to be made in media unless if you've been in it for many, many years and I've been able to build up quite a bit and I feel very, very fortunate about that. So when I have done, it has been successful for myself. I'm living a better lifestyle than I thought I was going to be at this time and much of it has just been because I've been able to fire in good bets. Part of it as well has been media success and media's success typically comes from actually hitting bets because there's not a lot of people that they gain success by not being able to deliver when it matters most as well. So I do think that that is important to point out. So you're talking to someone that, in my opinion, has been relatively successful. I think that the word success, it can be used in a wide variety of ways, but I am doing more than okay and I feel good about where I'm at right now. What I do think is very important in terms of all of this is just keeping things in line, making sure that you aren't betting more than you can afford to lose, and don't blind tail anyone. That includes myself. If I give out in rice versus Pepperdine that I'm laying the points with Pepperdine and you like rice, don't think that, oh, well, Greg is on Pepperdine. That means that Pepperdine must absolutely be the right side. Once again, every single handicapper on the face of planet Earth has their good calls. Every single handicapper on the face of planet Earth has their bad calls as well. So I do not advocate for blindly tailing. Now, if you like the reasoning that was given out and you were sort of on the fence, yeah, maybe utilize that in your memory bank. And there's a lot of good follows out there on social media that you can utilize for college basketball. Many of these guys are folks that come on this podcast, like the gentleman over there at the field of 68. You've got guys like Sean Paul and company that do an amazing job of taking a look at college basketball. Our three gentlemen over there at the three-man weave, Jim, Kai, and Matt, they do incredible work. You've got your scheduling guru out there by the name of Rocco Miller at Bracketeer.org. He's doing incredible work. Tristan Freeman, along with Cooper Watson of Bussing Brackets, Kevin Sweeney, all these guys do amazing work. You heard me talk about finding injury information on this podcast a few days ago as well. I think that those are all very good follows. NCAA Fantasy Hoop along with Roto CBB for being able to follow along with that. I think that those are all very, very important and you just never know when some of those things are going to nip you in the butt. And once again, if you're looking for more injury information, just type the guy that you're thinking is in question for a game into the Twitter search bar. Try to find some of those local beat writers. That is the absolute best of best information that you can get on them. So I do think that that is very important to do and we will close up shop for this first segment before we dive into some of the news and notes of college basketball for Sunday. Just talking about this as well. I know that I had a question as to whether or not this time in terms of college basketball, first few weeks of the season, if it can be easy to beat, if it can be hard to beat, list goes on and on. And I feel like it's this way just anytime in any sport. It is what you make out of it. I think that you can have a lot of success betting on college basketball towards the beginning part of the season. And I think that you can have a lot of success if you put in the time, if you put in the research, and if you're researching the right things. Like during the 2018-19 season, my worst part of the college basketball season was the beginning part 
I had a little bit of bad luck, but I also made some bad evaluations. Learned from it the next season, the 2019-20 season. Got off to a relatively odd start. It is what you make of it. Sometimes, too, you think that you've researched the right information and you have not. And sometimes you think that you might not have a read when you really do have a read as well. So I think that it's all what you make out of it. And I think that it is very, very important to just stick in as much time as humanly possible if you're trying to get set for the upcoming college basketball season and you have not looked at any sort of transfer portal news or anything like that here in very, very early November, less than 48 hours away from the start of the college basketball season. Might want to be taking it easy these first few days of the college basketball season. You might want to be catching up on information in general. Meanwhile, if you've been listening to this podcast like every single day throughout the offseason, you should be probably good to go. So I think that that is important as well. And what is important is to know what neck is going on in college basketball. Coming up next, we did see a little bit of injury information come out on Saturday in college basketball. I'll round that up for you next right here on Coast Coast Soups with myself, Greg Peters, and now a part of Houston Family Podcast. Are you ready to become a winning sports better? Schedule a call with SBIA to find out how their service can make you a long-term winning player. They've developed an innovative algorithm that maximizes units return, and they are so confident in their system that they offer a money-back guarantee. Sign up by October 31st and get their NBA package at no cost until they reach 10 net units. They treat sports betting like a business. So if you want to learn how to make your sports betting dreams a reality, visit them at SBIA1.com and check them out on social media at SBIA Sports. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. With myself, Craig Eves and now part of the Beeson Family a Podcast. It is that time of the podcast that give you a little bit of a round of best to all the news and notes that we've got in college basketball on Saturday. 
last podcast without games for a very long time, so very much looking forward to that. And we do have a few injury concerns that popped up. Now, this is a good news injury sort of update as Mike Miles, the star player for TCU, it looks like he is going to be good to go against Arkansas Pine Bluff night number one. He averaged last season 15.5 points, 3.5 boards, 3.8 assists per contest, but really I think that his value comes through on defense, just being a good floor general for a TCU bunch, and I think that they're going to be one of the better teams out in the Big 12. I do have a few question marks with them, but no question. I like the way that they played towards back half of the season last year. Mike Miles, he is a very integral part to what they are going to be doing, so that is massive for them, and we're going to stay out there in the great state of Texas as Ethan Henderson, he plays for Texas A&M. He is currently away from the team. It sounds like it's personal issues. Last season, he played in every game for Texas A&M. Wasn't necessarily the world's biggest contributor. Averaged about 13.5 minutes per contest. Someone who's six foot eight, a little bit more of a back-to-the-basket big man. About 2.5 rebounds per contest. It seems like he's got, and I air quotes here, work to do in order to be back in the good graces of Texas A&M. So he is currently away from the program. I've been noting that G&I Broom has been dealing with a little bit of an injury for Auburn, and he's probably going to be a little bit of a game-time decision on Monday against George Mason, but it appears as though Jalen Williams, the other big man for Auburn, he did not practice on Friday due to an illness. Now, we shall see if he's going to be good to go or not, but Alan Flanagan and Jalen Harper, they were also out due to illness as well, so it seems like Auburn is dealing with a little bit of an injury bug. It's something that is very important to note. I've had to shade down my number a little bit in terms of this game, and as long as I'm getting double figures with George Mason, I honestly feel relatively good about them. So do take note that you've got some illness that is going around with the Auburn team, and it's something that you don't want to be messing with, in my opinion. And then from the low major ranks, this is a name that might sound a little bit familiar. Walker Timmy. And if that does sound familiar, that's because he is the brother of Gonzaga's Drew Timmy. He is taking a little bit of a leave of absence. He is going to be focusing on his mental health. I believe that he is a freshman. This is going to be his first year at McNeese State. And, well, if he turns out to be half as good as his brother, well, McNeese State is really going to be looking at something. But you really hope that just for himself that he's able to get things all online, that he's able to feel good about himself when he does return. A little bit shorter than his brother at six foot seven, And while he was out there playing in high school for, I believe, Richardson, Texas. He was averaging right around 13 points, eight boards. He was able to actually dole out the ball as well, a little bit of a better passer than his brother Drew. So we shall see what he's able to provide moving forward, and hopefully he is able to get out there on the court this season. And we're going to be lacing him up starting up tomorrow on this podcast. It's going to be picks and analysis for every single game, every single day. Hopefully I answered all of your questions today leading into the upcoming college basketball season. And if you do have a question, comment, segment idea, what have you for this podcast, you do have one of two ways to be able to fire those in. First one is my Twitter timeline, at unit underscore D1. Keep in mind, letters M. They mean does not matter. As per usual, please do send these into the timeline. Other ways, find an Apple Podcast review. If you're at this podcast five stars, it is very much appreciated. And then from there, you are able to fire in whatever you'd like to hear on this podcast via that five-star review. I'm with you guys every single day on this podcast. The excitement, it all starts tomorrow. I cannot wait, and hopefully you guys will join me tomorrow because the fun is going to be getting started on Monday. Thank you so much for tuning in.